How does a familiar face help create a new home? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. Now, Coach Kopitz is going to love this episode because two of her rock star student-athletes from the Dragons soccer team are our guests today. They were connected before MSUM, however, because they played on the same club team in Illinois where Coach Kopitz first saw them. And both followed her up to MSUM to create their soccer careers and now their lives as they've become upperclassmen and team leaders. But how does that happen? And what made MSUM more than a game for them? The answer, in part, was each other. Here's today's guest, Kaylee Parsons and Lauren Phillips. Hello! Welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast. Hello. Hi. How, how, are, how is Kaylee and Lauren today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm also doing good. Just doing my online classwork. That's about it. Yeah. How is that uh, adjustment been this semester? It's uh, definitely been weird and uncomfortable but maybe it's just a learning curve and I've been getting used to it. So at this point, I'm pretty, pretty everyday life. Kaylee, how's the adjustment been for you this um, semester? Oh, it's going pretty good. I have two classes that are majority online and then I'm in the teaching program right now so I meet on Fridays for my block classes and then I'm currently in my practicum in a kindergarten classroom so it's I've been busy yeah. I perform my first uh, lesson plan tomorrow so Ooh. I hope that goes really well I hope so too I, I did student teaching as well and that's always the nervous nervousness part of practicum is when it's all on you uh, full disclosure I believe I did in, yep. in ancient Egypt song to the tune of brown eyed girl on guitar for fifth grade oh gosh oh i think we should bring that back i do not i cannot sing i cannot sing so i like the <laughs> overhead going with you know the old marker on top of the overhead not to yeah. date myself too terribly bad, but uh you know good um so for our fans who might not know uh both of you are part of our dragon soccer team um, and, you know, unfortunately, this fall did not go down at all like we were hoping. Um, how has that kind of gone with, with the shutdown and continuing to have that step-by-step -step process from not knowing what's happening to having been shut down to workouts to practices to, I mean, we even got to have at least a scrimmage uh, one time. So just talk us through what that process has kind of been like for you. Yeah, um, I can go I can first. You oh. can go for it, Jay. Go for it. No, take it away, Lauren. You're hey. good. Oh, you got so eager to answer. Just passing it back and forth. Um, it has been a roller coaster. It's the best way I could describe it in terms of how it's been feeling. But definitely at the start, it was kind of, it was a tough hit to hear about the fall season and what that meant for us in terms of practicing and games and just even being able to see each other as a whole team. But um, I've been really happy with how 
the rest of the season got to go, we've got to practice. We've gotten to gather via Zoom or even in person now, as long as we're outside and masked up and things like that. Um, and the best part was most definitely the scrimmage. I was super happy that that got to happen. And it definitely, it made the fall something to be proud of for our team, for sure. Yeah, going off what Lauren said, um, when we when I first found out, I was really disappointed. And, you know, you put in so much hard work in the summer to prepare for a fall season. And we weren't even sure we were going to get that. But you still have to prepare the best you can to be in shape and ready to play. And I really look at this as a roller coaster because you never know what's coming next. It's ups and downs. And it's a really good learning moment for all of us. And we're we can improve our soccer skills with the time we have and the, the best we can perform together and kind of learning, learn who we are because we really didn't get to meet the freshmen right away where we would have went on a camping trip and like more team bonding. So it's, it's a learning process for all of us. Yeah. The one thing that happens a lot of team sports is determining the identity of a team. And whenever you bring in new people and lose senior leadership and, and all those kind of things, it's always a search for what are we good at? What are we not good at? What, what is it that we are and are going to lean on or away from? Um, how, do you, how do you feel about that team identity, even with the, the sparseness of time together? Yeah, I think uh, just hearing you say like team identity, I think that was team identity was one of our strongest points as a team is we were a family that was something that a lot of girls in our team come to us and say and that's just something that we really pride ourselves on being so right away with COVID and the restrictions that were placed on our team I think we really worked on finding a way to still incorporate that in our everyday life and things like that um, and we found different ways to incorporate the freshmen and it wasn't the same and it probably wasn't the best it could be but it was a way that we could all bring each other together yeah and in the weight room specifically like they kind of split us up so it's uh, upperclassmen and a freshman Te technically that's usually what it is but like for me Jessica I really didn't know her and being at the same rack with her I learned more and more about her every day and she seems like a quiet girl but she really is and she's so <laughs> funny so I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that if I probably wouldn't have been paired with her but so you get to learn new things about each other every day and it's kind of nice to have a different group of people working out and just getting to know so and family is really important for us. Well, speaking of kind of creating those connections, um, you two kind of have a connection as well, uh, being from Illinois. Um, you know, how, how big was that kind of connection for you two when you decided to be Dragons? It, it's kind of funny because me and Kaylee talk about it a lot. We were not maybe the closest when we were back mm -hmm. home. We had, we were on the same club soccer team. Kaylee's one year below me. So we were on different teams at the time, but I think Kaylee, you committed first, and I then did. I committed uh, maybe like two weeks after you, just mm -hmm. randomly. And I remember being so excited to come tell you, and just we weren't even close at the time, but it was still really exciting to have. No, somebody. I. Yeah, 
And it was, it's nice because like, like you said, like we didn't have that best of a connection, but going into my freshman year, I needed that person. And that's who you were for me to kind of show me the ropes. And you're a role model to me. And I look up to you on, on and off the field. And like, I remember clear as day, we were right before our state cup game. I think we were playing rock run maybe. And you came up to me and you're like, you're not going to believe this. Like I just committed to go to MSU. And I was like, oh my God, no way. So it was, it was all crazy and it happened so fast. And I'm glad we ended up at the same school. And I mean, we're really great friends and I couldn't be any happier or lucky to have you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're just making good nice. content for you. Kiss oh. <laughs> me in the feels. Uh, so bring bring that home how did illinois both of you end up at msum and i i know that the, her name but just tell us a little bit about how you got to know uh now coach Kopitz, chapel at the time how you got to know her and and how she sold you on uh joining her at msum yeah, uh, I think for me go for it okay here we go. Uh, for me, I went to guest play at a college showcase with a team, I think maybe like two years older than me. And I just kind of got thrown in. I was like, well, this is good exposure to different colleges. And at the time, Christy was at NIU. And I, I don't know, it was so fast. Like she talked to my coach after the game. And then my coach mentioned it to me. And I like, as an eighth grader, I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, look at this. And I was just so happy. And I ended up going to uh, NIU soccer camp and then I kind of just created a good relationship with Christy. And then I saw her name on an email list going to another tournament and my coach was like, definitely email her. So then I emailed her and I saw her and she watched my games. And then I think maybe a week later, she was like, well, I'm going to be at the showcase. And then um, she came to watch me play again. And then I ended up going on a college visit like maybe a week later. And then I committed like a couple of days after that. Cause I was just right at home and I had such a great relationship with Christy. And I was like, this is where I want. I want to go there for soccer and for the education program. So we've had a good relationship and I've known each other for a really long time. So that really helps to have a good relationship with the coach. Yeah. My experience is pretty similar. Actually. Um, I was also going to NIU soccer camps since I was like since maybe my freshman year of high school and another just really sappy story was um I was at the NIU soccer camp I believe it was my freshman year it was my my first big camp very nervous and Christy Kopitz was the she was the assistant coach at the time but she was leading the camp and we got to have like a meeting with the coaches at the end of the camp to ask about how you were doing and what they saw for you in the future and I remember I had my meeting with Christy and I sat down and I was so scared and I asked her a question that was just like weighing on me I was like do you think I can play college soccer and she said I think you can and a couple of years later she calls me asked to make a visit I make the visit and I just fell in love with the campus I fell in love with the soccer program so here I am <laughs> So you're telling me she's the first person that believed that you could play college soccer. Yep. Just the sappiest story you've ever heard. And when I committed, I did tell her that and I did cry. So <laughs> he's going to love this podcast. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's leave it there. 
Well, it's, it's, yeah, we got to fill the rest of the time, but, um, you know, it's, it's crazy how those connections, your two connections, you got to campus in, in, you know, KP, you told a great story about how that's, that's helped you adjust here, um, to have that one person, um, and, you know, and, and create that family here. And now you're upperclassmen and leading this program. Um, you know, what, what is your mark going to be? On, on MSUM Dragon Soccer when, when this is all kind of either returning to play or graduating? Well, I hope just to leave a really great impression on all of the kids and students below me. And like, I know I am a good like figure for younger soccer players that my dad have pre previously coached. And I know a lot of people look up to me. So I just want to live to such a high expectation and standard and I mean, I want to teach and after college, I hope to teach back in Illinois in a kindergarten, first or second grade classroom. But really, I just want to leave a good legacy and just give it my all. And I'm here to be happy and to be successful. Great perspective. Lauren? Yeah, I mean, I think I have a pretty similar answer. I think one of the biggest things that I like to think about is that we're all here for pretty much the same reason we all are here to play soccer and enjoy a sport that we fell in love with. So one of the biggest things that I try to focus on in my time here has been just to have everyone have a similar experience that I've had. And I've had a really great experience in terms of the coaching staff and the girls around me and the leadership that I've seen in my four years here. So just inspiring girls to stay with stick with it and just enjoy their time here because that's what it's all about. It's just playing the sport you love and enjoying it. So. Yeah. And in your story, you know, I, I know a little bit of the background as well, you know, from, you know, some injuries um, that you've kind of battled through in your career um, mm -hmm. and, and just sticking with it, doing all the rehab, doing all the hard work um, and, and, you know, still strong today. So, <laughs> and, and all the other things that you take on, I mean, you're, you're an honor student. Uh, you want to be a lawyer someday. Like <laughs> it, it, it just seems like nothing is going to hold you back. And, and and just talk a little bit about how overcoming some of those adversities of relocating a, a little bit across the country, uh, overcoming injuries. You know the goals and expectations that you have in mm -hmm. in that field after graduation. Because you know the only thing scarier than a lawyer is probably a kindergarten teacher. Um, <laughs> But, but 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 talk talk about how how that's all kind of aligned and how hard you've had to work to overcome those things. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it uh, comes down to just uh, a motto that I kind of live by, and it came about kind of around the time that I did get injured with my knee injury, um, because it it was a hard time, and I think anyone that has experienced that type of injury knows that it's kind of hard to motivate yourself and stay engaged with everything going on in life but what I kept telling myself is I just take it as cliche as it sounds one step at a time I just focus on the day that I have today and the things that I can do today and the things that I can control today that's another main thing but I think if I just focus on today then the pressure and the weight and the all the what-ifs of tomorrow seem less scary and more able to be accomplished. So I think that's kind of how I was able to deal with relocating to a whole new space. I just worried about 
making a close relationship with my freshman year roommate, who is still my roommate to this day, Carla Joe, who's also on the soccer team. And then when I got injured, I just focused on my rehab for that day, just trying to complete what I needed to get done. And then in terms of academics and future goals and aspirations and things like that, the future is very scary. So I just focused on what I can control today. And hopefully that just leads me to where I want to go. <laughs> it has so far. <laughs> Great. And K- KP, talk, talk about you know how... Um you're going to take all the experiences that you've had here at MSUM into, into the classroom and uh, in the future that you have ahead of you leading, it's going to be 10, 20, then it's going to be a hundred, 200, then it's going to be a thousand. And you're going to, you're just going to be able to influence so many lives very, very quickly. You know, um, how is your time here at MSUM going to shape you as a professional when you're finished? Not too soon, by the way. Well, I have a lot of people that I look up to. Oh, sorry, kind of glitched out on me. <laughs> um, I have a lot of people I look up to, especially in like the education department. I look up to Christy because she is a really good role model. And I just, like Lauren said, you have to take it one day at a time. Every day I get a new experience, whether it's at school or in the classroom where I am teaching in or at soccer. I live by making sure I take what I learned and apply it to the next day. So for tomorrow, I will be teaching a lesson to six wonderful kiddos and I want them to learn something from me. And I just, I'm a firm believer in every child has the chance to be successful. And I want my students to be able to come to school so excited to learn and just be ready to take on the day and I just want them all to be successful and just achieve in the world because I know every single student is so smart and so creative and that will make me feel good as a person knowing that I've impacted somebody's life. No, do it again. (laughs) And and I'll tell you both from an observer standpoint, as we kind of wrap up here and and it's funny to watch your style of play. Um, (laughs) You know, Lauren, you know, you might be a little bit more of a uh, physical, um, intimidating kind of presence (laughs) out there, which would make a fantastic lawyer. Um, KP, you're just always out there. First one to celebrate with teammates. First one to to um, step up and and like we we talk about all the time, just being a great teammate and, and having a positive attitude. It shows through every time I get to watch you play. And it's been great to watch you both. It's been great to have you both today on the MSUM Dragons podcast. Um, You have a wonderful perspective and uh, thank you for sharing it today. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Lauren and Kaylee, for your time on the MSUM Dragons podcast today. And my takeaway from this episode, because I made it, so deal with it, is that no matter what the challenge is, attitude really is everything. I asked these two about the challenges of online learning or losing a season, and all they had to say was that they're getting used to it and they're making the best of it. No complaints. Finding the happiness in this whole thing. Proud of what they have in the here and now, knowing full well that it's not the same, but definitely not dwelling on it. Instead, looking toward the bright future that's easy to see for both of them. 
Thank you for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast today. And I ask you, as always, please like, subscribe, and share if you believe what we believe, that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. Please stay safe, take care of each other, and of course, go Dragons! <laughs>